Welcome back to American Billiard Radio. This is Mark Cantrell and the Legends and Champions Report. This is a special edition of the American Billiards Radio. Um, last Thursday, we did an interview with Dennis Olcolo, um talking about the controversy that's been going on over the past two weeks. The two guys who've been most uh, uh, talked about on uh, Facebook regarding pool and billiards, or is it billiards regarding pool and billiards, have been Dennis O'Connor and John Flash. And the uh, line of progression of the way things have worked out, and there's a lot of questions. And, you know, Dennis explained his side of the story and the way he saw it happening. So basically what I'm going to try and do, it's, it's not going to be that easy, but I'm going to try and follow the same format as I did with, uh, with Dennis and uh, go through each of the topics that have been raised and the questions that have been raised. And so I have with me John French. How are you doing, John? I'm doing good, sir. How about yourself? Good, good. Um, you know, I want to I want to start with uh, potentially good news that um, when the, uh, you and I first started talking, I don't know, I guess a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, uh, you had been contacted, and this is part that was really kind of cool. I thought um, that seems to have been forgotten in the mix of all the uh, other things that are potentially negative. Uh, you had a, a call from ESPN to be doing some kind of deal with ESPN, and you went out and met them. He said, tell us, how, how did that come about? Because we have been well, on ESPN a, Just put a team together, and there was some interest in what I was doing and different things and the caliber of players that I had on my team and, and the reason, and they wanted to see if we could, you know, just different people were talking and, and uh, wanted to see how we could put a team, why I was putting a team together and what it was going to do for, for, for the pool industry and uh, putting a big team together to where we can go out and uh, act, you know, treat it like a Moscone uh, team and play different teams. They were, were trying to get three to four teams out and play for points and play it on the, uh, and play it on the TV. Right. And that was, uh, it was interesting because I asked you and you said I asked them 75 times, uh, I said, is that ESPN3? Because, you know, the women just did a deal with ESPN3. And uh, I, just, I just, you know, talked to them several times, and I talked to several different people, not only them, but other, other companies were interested, and uh, they still are. So, we're, you know, that, that's, still, that's still there, you know, and uh, that's why we want to make uh, let everybody know what's going on in the pool industry with today's, uh, with today's topic. Okay. So, um so that's, uh, that was the first part, and then we'll go to New York with uh, Coping Yi and Dennis O'Colo uh, playing a race to, uh, I can't remember what the race was. 100. Uh, 100. And it was okay. for, it was touted as a $20,000 match um, yep. on, on the pay-per-view. Uh, Dennis did say that you, he set up that match. So, yes, Dennis you know, did set that match up, and I was just uh, I went there to support Dennis uh, because, of course, he plays on my team. Dennis had set that match up prior to you know some things being with me and him. So what happened was when I got to New York City, he got there before I did. I just I got in late that night, got there, and uh, the next day, I mean, so I, you know we just played pool that night. I got there, and then the next day we went in, and and that would have been on the thirteenth, which match was going to be started, and. Mandy Wu and 
call and them had come in. And they had come in and said, we don't have our money. And uh, so me and Dennis, Manny, and all of us get together. And Dennis asked me to come over. He says, Johnny goes, we got a problem here. These guys don't got their money. He goes, you know, what do we do here? And uh, he, they come in and said they only have $2,500. And they, they, didn't, they knew they didn't have their money from January 6th when they had got to the U.S., calling those guys, when they went to the Turning Stone, uh, when they went to Turning Stone uh, tournament. So what happened was, is when Mandy came in, she, she was there and Cole and, and, her, and the brother was there, and they said, you know, we want to play the match. We've been doing everything we can to get up the money, but nobody wants to bet on us. Nobody wants to do nothing with us. We're, you know, we're from out of the country. So Manny gets all irate. He goes, you know, he says, man, I can't do business like this because, you know, you're supposed to post up your $10,000. That's what we did. Well, Dennis steps in and says, well, I still want to play the match because, you know, there's a lot of people here, the stream, everything. And I'm sitting there telling Dennis, we got to tell people that this is what we're going to be playing for. You have to tell people, Dennis. You can't just go in and, and, and just say you're playing for $20,000 when you're only playing for $5,000, Okay, you, you said that. Yeah, I told Dennis that. I said, Dennis, okay. I said, you, cannot, you cannot do that. And he says, well, there's stream, and Manny's going to give me money for this, and then and this. And so what happened was, like, see, the $10,000 bet, they had it already, you know, Dennis' side was posted by Manny and other people that was in the room on Dennis. So Dennis's money was already already booked up. His his was taken care of. His end was done. The owner of the room, Manny, had already was already booking money for Dennis. So Dennis was already playing basically for free. He had a small little bet of the ten thousand. Not much, maybe five hundred. It wasn't nothing much that Dennis had. So it was already covered on his end. So when Cole shows up and he doesn't have the ten thousand dollars Manny wants to throw a co out of the room. He's pissed. So Dennis tries to calm the situation down, and he tells Manny, hey, you already got all this set up, the stream set up, and, uh, you know, I just want to play the match. And, uh, and, and so the Cole and, and, and the Wu says, well, that's great. We want to play the match. We really want to play Dennis, you know, but it's $2,500. So I'm sitting there telling Dennis, and me and Dennis is arguing, I'm saying, Dennis, you can't do this, man. And he says, yeah, but there's, uh, there's like $15,000, $16,000 in the stream. And he's going to give me a, you know, a big percentage. I said, Dennis, yeah, but the fans and everybody that's out there need to know this. And he's like, well, it's, you know, we do it all the time in the pool industry. And I said, Dennis, no. I said, you need to tell people. I said, when people are gambling and people know, they need to know this. And he goes, well, it's just it, everything's hidden. You don't need to say nothing. Nothing needs to be said. I said, Dennis, people need to know what's going on in the pool industry. You need to tell people. And he directed. So he says, well, it's for free, whatever. If people are still going to get to see a great match, I'm still going to play hard. And this is what it's going to be. And I, they're already here. I want to play the match. So I said, okay, it's your decision. It's your match. It's not mine. I'm just giving you my opinion because, you know, you play for my team. I want you to know what's going on, buddy. And he goes, no, it doesn't matter. I just want to I want to play the match. And so... Uh, they went back up, and Manny gave uh, him the $2,500 to Manny, and uh, that's how the match got. So then it was for $5,000. Whose who's, who's responsibility was it to publicize that this is no longer a $20,000 match, it's a $5,000? It would have been, been Manny and, and Dennis's responsibility. 
it would have been Manny, the owner, and Dennis or Cole because those two were in on the stream with the with Cole. See, Cole got a piece of the stream. At first, it was twenty percent. Cole was getting, Dennis was getting twenty, and since the mess went down, it went to forty percent. They went to forty percent with Dennis, and then they still kept twenty percent to Cole. Uh, is what they were doing, and I'm not even sure Cole got his money because uh, Manny was so upset with with Cole. I'm not even sure Cole got a dollar out of the mess. Did, now he you were in the pissed. in the you were in you were in the booth, um, and did, at this point you and um, yeah, because they told me not now. to bring nothing up in that point, and that it was a done deal. I didn't, you know, it was their match. I can't talk about their match. It had nothing to do with me, you know. But now it does because they bring it up on me. I wasn't, that was not my match. That was 99, 99% in favor of what Dennis wanted to do. That's what he, he was playing this match to set it up to where if he could beat Cole, he would feel like he had a chance against Shane. Okay. So if they, if you guys are uh, saying, okay, well, it's, it's not our, our position to, our, to, to say anything about the, um, it not being five thousand, not being twenty thousand, it's ten thousand. And the reason people think that you were involved in this is because you were you were in the booth, and uh, whether it be Upstate Al or whoever, uh, from what I can gather, people were patting you on the back and congratulating you and thanking you for putting together such a great match. Well, because Dennis never made the announcement. At that, that point, should you have said, "Hey, this is not my deal." Right, and, and Dennis never made the announcement, which I thought he did, that that was his match. He never said anything until after the match. And after the match, he said, this is just my match. He knew. He told everybody, he, as he told you on your, on your uh, and when he did his recording with you, or his, his message with you guys, as that that was his match. And it always was. So I, I didn't feel signing Coles at that time had anything to do with the match because I wasn't involved in the match. That match had nothing to do with me. Yeah, I know. So that's that's my that's my point. That's why people get the impression that you were is because if you're signing the booth and upstate out says, "Hey, John French, thanks for doing what you do. You've done a great job putting this together," and you don't say, "I didn't put this match together." Danny did. Yes. And then Mandy, you will, Mandy will come up to me, right? And, and Mandy will come up to me, and she said, "John," she goes. You know, uh, we met you at uh, at the last uh, Steinway Classic, and you were an awesome guy. You brought a lot of people into Calcutta. You did a lot of great things for pool. We went home and researched you. We could see that you're great for the pool, and uh, the Cole brothers really want to play for you. And they kind of asked me at Steinway Classic if they could play for me, too, and I, I didn't believe it because the Cole brothers are the number one players in the world. So, of course, I didn't believe it. I thought it was a joke. Well, they asked me again at this match. And they said they have no backers, they have no money, they didn't even have money to get to Derby City Classic. The only reason we posted that after the match is because they needed a way to get to Derby City Classic. Because they yeah, you're, 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 ahead, you're ahead of it, John. But okay. the, the, the question was, when people were patting you on the back for three days saying that thank you for putting together such a great match, what you're doing for pool and everything else, why uh, did you not say at that point, so you had no ties to this, hey, I didn't put this match together. I'm betting on the rail. I'm doing some commentary. Because, because what Dennis happened was... Dennis put it together. Because I thought Dennis had put it on his, on his air where he, when he did the match. I thought that's what they did. I wasn't there the night 
before when they when they put that match together to to sign it on. I was not there. Dennis and Manny and all everybody was there and upstate out. I wasn't involved in that. I didn't fly until later into the match. I know. I know. You just think that's the point I'm trying to get to. I don't know. I I'm trying to get to the point where if, if somebody came to me and said. Mark, thank you very much. You did a great thing for Poole getting this match together with Coping Yi and Dennis Okolo on a, on a live stream. The first thing I would say is, this is not my deal. I don't deserve any credit for this. This is, Dennis put this together. I had nothing okay. to do with it. That's yeah, what I, I was You know, not being aware the reason of that, but all, can... I, all I could say is that, you know, I thought that everybody was aware that Dennis put that together. Everybody in New York knew that. Everybody in New York knew I had nothing to do with that match. And... And here's the thing, uh, you know, all I did was bet with different friends of mine out there on the match. That's it. I didn't have nothing to do with whatever they had to do with with Manny and those guys. That was their deal, you know. I, you know, of course, I'm just in the pool hall like I normally am, and I'm just going up to people that I find and hey, can I bet you that they'll get the five more games faster or whatever? You know, I just made different types of bets to enjoy the game. So you don't even know what uh, Okolo left with after winning. I, that I can guarantee 100%. I do not. All, all I know is that on State Island, everybody said there was probably fourteen to sixteen, possibly even $20,000 that was in the string to the last day. And I know Dennis got upset that there wasn't 10000 So I know Manny gave him another, I want to say it was 40% is what I overheard. Other than the side stuff, he got his 2500 right? Do you know if he got his 2500 for winning? Well, see, the thing is, that was all chopped up because here's what happened. The 2500 Manny had a piece of it, Dennis had a piece, and then the other people that wanted a bet on Dennis that Manny let bet that was in the room, they took a piece to get to 10000 So those, he had to give that money back to all those players, and they only took small pieces of it. So out of that 2500 right. very little of it was Dennis's and Manny's. Because, okay. see, the $10,000, they would have had more of a piece of it. Okay. Now, if I can uh, take a, a, a step back, because this is another question that's been raised. And, again, this is, uh, this is only to give you the opportunity to tell your side of the, the story, mm-hmm. because it has been, obviously, out there. Um, when did you sign an agreement with a contract with Dennis Okolo to represent? I signed that on October, October 5th, 2016. Or 2015, I'm sorry. October 5th of 2015, I signed that. Okay, and the contract says, well, Dennis was under the impression that the contract was for the DVD that you guys had made together, produced somehow. Yeah. And uh, Dennis, Dennis had a copy of the contract with the lawyer. When we, when we went to the lawyer's office, we had to go there several times to do this contract because they had to talk to him, and uh, he was, we was trying to get a visa and a green card set up here in the United States to Dennis because he wanted to bring his family here. We were working on that also. And the reason he wanted 10 years is because they get a 10-year from the Philippines that gives you to the United States. So he wanted a 10-year. I told Dennis, I only wanted a three-year contract, Dennis. I said, the reason I only want a three-year contract is so we can renew it, you know, and this and that. And he said, no, he goes, I want it 10 years. That way it goes with my visa and my, or my green card. So when I'm over here in the United States, it's like I have a job, so they, they, they give me my visa and my green card. He always carried that copy of the contract with him. He always had it. It was read to him directly several times by the attorney. He had to go to the courthouse. They had to read it to him. He had to go everywhere, and everybody had to uh, 
to go through that. With that. Okay. So, was so, just so we, just so we could, that. All right. I just want to be crystal clear on this because this is why, you know, this is, again, one of the things that's, there you Dennis said that he thought it was just for the DVDs and he told you, he said, I don't, I can speak English, but I don't read it good. So, and you well, if you go, if you go, if you go, if you go in there, he knew I was. He knew I was managing him. He knew everything that we talked about. He knew that I oversee everything because uh, not only did we do that, but he had told everybody because I was looking for more sponsorships for him. I was looking at Predator. I was looking at uh, Diamond. I was looking at everywhere. And me and Dennis talked to Diamond. We talked to everybody, and every time that we talked to those people, he got and said, "John's my manager. Just talk to John." He's taking care of everything for my business. I have a contract with John. He handles everything. All these people knew this. Even his, even, even his people from Tiger, where he had a contract, they sent me a copy of his contract because I had a contract with Dennis. I have all that on file. They had to, to let me know exactly what was going on with Dennis because I had, a, I had the contract on Dennis for everything. I know, that's, and that's the thing. He said he didn't understand. He thought it was just for the DVDs. And it turns out it's uh, 10 years for 50% of everything he does. Now, Yeah, and what, he, the reason it was 50% of everything uh, he, he does is because I was investing so much money in Dennis, okay? So, I mean, I had everything in him. I mean, I took care of his clothing. I took care of his, uh, his motel when he went to tournaments. I paid for his air flights. I did everything. Dennis had to pay for nothing. Matter of fact, when Dennis left here, I'd give him so much money in cash, okay, to get in the tournaments and above and beyond the gamble on, okay? So if he called me, he could say, John, I'm playing this guy for $500 a game, okay? Well, he had the money. He would just call me and say, John, I'm playing, and tell me who it is. And I'd say, okay, but he'd already have the money on him in hand. So when he went to the tournaments, he was always taken care of. Did he ever he once no tell you when you, when you were having him sign the contract? Did he ever tell you once he didn't understand it and you said, Absolutely not. Fine. As a matter of fact, it wasn't with me. It was signed in front of an attorney. It was signed in front of different people that had that. And so it wasn't just me. I didn't have nothing. All I did, I didn't type that contract up. I don't know how to do a contract. Matter of fact, I've never done a contract with anybody at that point prior to that. Uh, I only reason I did that contract is Shane Van Boney told me several times that Dennis was no good and that he screwed so many people, and I was just scared that I was getting in a situation that was no good, so I just wanted to be protected. Uh, I had no, I really didn't really care what a contract. I called the attorney, I says, do you know anything that I could write up that would be for a player contract? Dennis is, uh, is a pool player. How do I protect myself to where I, I can do this? They drew that up. It took several weeks. Dennis was here at my home, and uh, that's how we got everything started. Did he did um, did he ever mention to you about Bugsy Promotions and his longtime backer in the Philippines who took care of him? He said and he had some problems. And if everything, he wouldn't he be able to. He said out there in the Philippines that he had a backer in the Philippines, yes. But it was for the Philippines, not the United States. Uh, because when he's in the United States, he doesn't have any money, and it's hard to get money sent to him. He was having problems with, uh, with wire transfers and things like that because he had been doing some wire transfers with uh, his, his wife that he couldn't take wire transfers because he had so many different obligations over there that when he sent money over there that it, it, it couldn't get there. He would have, it would be on hold 
with like Western Union, different things like that. So he had so many so many problems. Okay. So you you don't think that he didn't understand the contract due to a language? Well, I know for a fact he understood it because he gave it to okay. people in New York to read, just where they could talk to him. He did the same thing when he owed me money. That's how he handled it. He would he would act like he didn't understand the contract. I go, Dennis, I said, you owe me money, Dennis. How much did Manny, you know, did Manny pay you any money? Do I get anything? No, no, you don't. No, no, that was our, our deal. Okay, Dennis, no problem. And walked away. Never got a dollar. Never got one cent from nothing. Okay. So I, I guess from that, takes care of that issue. Uh, no, well, I mean, I'm at issue, I'm, I'm at issue with, with, with that. So those, there's two uh, guys that come in. There's two guys that come in the, the next day, and they demanded their money. And the guy that it was was Chad. Uh, they met him in turning some coal and Mandy and Dan. That's Mandy's uh, boyfriend. Uh, they came. They met uh, Chad, which is John Moore's main backer, Vapors, okay, King of Vapors. They met him, and he didn't know them prior to that. And they're asking everybody for a backer. So Chad comes in the next day and says, hey, these guys came to me in Turning Stone and couldn't needed some money to get this match with Dennis in, in Steinway. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to put them in, but I did. I don't know who they are. I don't trust them. I don't know who they are. And now I find out that you guys made a deal. You know, I want my $2,500 back. He's in there yelling at Mandy and, and uh, Mandy's boyfriend. And Mandy comes up to me and says, we don't have any money, John. This is a big issue. This guy's very upset with us uh, and, and this and that. And I says, well, you know, what, can we, what do you want to do? And she says, well, we need to give him his $2,500 back because, you know, this don't look right. I says, the problem is, Mandy, what, what did you do? What did you say to him to get over here? So we didn't have no money to get this match going. So he comes in there and demands his money back. So I give the $2,500 to Mandy and, and uh, Dan, and they said they're going to give it back to me out of close, you know, stream money. Well, I never get nothing back. So we end up giving the 2500 to Chad. He's happy as a lark. He doesn't have a dime invested now. So then I lose $2,500 more in New York City. Okay. Um, if we move forward... To the the next thing, so this has all gone down in in New York City. You've got your yeah. The only reason I give the money back contract. is because I, you know, the thing is, is I felt that you know, if that's, I felt the match was already all screwed up prior to that because I wasn't for Dennis playing the match against Cole because of the fact of it wasn't televised right, it wasn't put up, put up right, and that's the big deal with me. I didn't want the match to go. I told Dennis. I can't fly out here and all of us fly out and we, we play like for chopped liver. I mean, we need to play for the Did you put up the 2500 for, for Dennis in that match? No, I didn't. Manny and all oh, the people, know, Manny, I had nothing, nothing, nothing. Now, the $10,000, of the $10,000. I just wonder how come, even though, I, were you in on the 10000 Were you going to put the 10000 up for him? No, Dennis came up to me before Manny and those guys, before the Wolves got there and uh, the Cole brothers, and asked me if I would like to have $1,000 of it. They had it all covered but $1,000. I told Dennis if he couldn't find $1,000, I would cover it. But I wanted, you know, and, and that's all that was, because I, I wanted to make a bet anyways. And he asked me if I would like to have 1000 because they had 9000 of it posted. Okay, so, but the 10000 originally, it was supposed to be 10000 originally, right? 
Yes. Were you and back so in here for the ten thousand? So I told Dennis. Were you I back in here for the ten thousand? Yes. Was that? Were you backing him for the ten thousand originally? What? Before I know the code. No, I told you Manny from Steinway backed that up. But you always back it. You've got a contract. How come you're not backing him? How come somebody else is backing him? Because he already had this deal. He made this deal. This was his deal. This was Dennis. So he had this, this deal was going before October when he signed his contract with him. He made yeah. He made a deal with Cole uh, uh, prior. He made a call and he told me that he wanted that match. That he had that all set up. And I said, Dennis, go ahead. I gave him. I told him I didn't care. I mean, go ahead. I just wanted to watch it because we had a big match with Shane okay. in February, which is only a month away from that. So I wanted to see how he would play Cole. So I, I flew out there to watch the match. Because if he, I knew if he could play Cole real strong, I knew we had a chance with Shane. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's fair enough. If you were willing to say, hey, listen, if you set this match up prior to our agreement, I'll let you take the whole thing yourself. Then that, yes. You know, that's, uh, the, that's your call, I guess. You know, it's up to you. So right. yeah, but then we, the, the next thing that's coming up is um, Derby City. Yeah, and uh, that's where everything got messed up with is, and and the reason that I put that on on the internet with Coles after the match is because they didn't have no way to get to Derby City Classic. They needed my help as they needed Chad's help just to get to Dennis's match. They they needed Chad's help to get to uh, to uh, Steinway Billiards. Okay, so now they had no way of getting to Derby City Classic. Okay, so their way of getting Derby City Classic was me. So they come to me and talk to me and say, you know, we really want to play for your team. You're a great manager. We want to be part of it. I'm thinking to myself, hey, this is the number one player in the world. How can he not have somebody that would be interested in backing him? He is a great player. He just won all these main events. He is an incredible pool player, okay? What is wrong here? So I thought to myself, you know what? I'm building this team. It would be great to have the number one player in the world on my team. Well, why not? So I said, yeah, that would be great. I mean, so what do I got to do? So I had to give him money to, to get to, to, to uh, Steinway Billiard, I mean, to, uh, out to uh, Derby City Classic. They needed, they needed expenses. They needed a way to get there and, and everything there. So you, you paid all that from, but you guys don't even know. Now, so Dennis is the only contract you actually have with the stable play, actually written contract that you have with the well, when we, when we got out When we got out into... Uh, out to uh, Stein or out to Derby, we sit down with the Coles and we, we had put an agreement our agreement together with them. I've got a deal with them, yes. I do got a, an agreement with the Cole brothers. Is it, is it the same agreement as you had with Dennis? It's similar. It is similar. Yes, it's in similarities. Okay. Is there, is there anything particular that's different, or is it just the no? It's, it's, it's similar. Or? I mean, there are some differences, but uh, very little. But. But but the bottom line is is that we talked about many things, many options. Uh, who you know what he what they play for, who who takes care of certain things, what my obligations are, and we talked about everything, and and then we came up with the deal with Dennis. The only obligation Dennis had was Tiger Q's, and, and uh, at that time, yeah, he said in the Philippines he does get backed by a guy, but in the United States it had nothing to do with anybody. You know, in the United States, he wanted me to cover everything. And uh, and that's what I did. And even when we talked about the Philippines, he said if he wanted me to come out there and even back him out there. But he had a backer that was out there. 
that had been backing him, but he said, you know, he, he had some issues. He didn't go through with all those issues, but he had issues. So my point was, if he had a big, big backer, why did he need me? Why did he want me to back him for, why didn't, why didn't he want me to do anything with him if that was the case? He had problems with that person. Okay. If we go to, um, so Derby City, what you have an agreement with now in the, in the uh, Derby City, you, you write up an agreement with the coach. And you, well, when we go to Derby City Classic, before we go to Derby City Classic, uh, when we when we leave New York City, me and Dennis, you know, he, we're out there uh, arguing because of the fact of I told him he needs to refund the pay-per-view. I told him to tell Manny I refunded the $2,500. I said, listen, you need to refund every bit of that money, Dennis. It's not right that you take that much money and let all the people know that you only played for X a little bit of money. He says, John, people don't pay attention to what they play for. It's about how hard we play. I said, Dennis, yeah, but it's not right. I said, do you, wanna, do you want us to say that on the Shane Van Boney match? He said, it doesn't matter. You can play for nothing. I'll still play. I said, Dennis, you can't do it like that. I said, you told me we're playing for $25,000 and you're in for 15000 because I gave Shane Van Boney $10,000 and Dennis $10,000 to play the match. Shane that, was, so that, was, that, was an, that was an appearance fee, correct? That was yes. against and what that was to for, get together and Shane, and Shane said he was betting as much money as he can bet on a match. He loved it, okay? Well, Dennis said he would bet $15,000 more, which made his twenty five. He was going to use the 10 I gave him and put fifteen with it from what he would win from Derby or whatever he had money. And he, he, he said he would, you know, he had the money. So I trust him. So that was the reason we said we was in for $50,000 because twenty five was Dennis and I covered $25,000. We was going to be posting with Dave Coles four to five days prior to the match. Four to five days prior, me and John Mars was going to be going to to uh, Cole's room and putting the money. I already gave them uh, a small amount of money to Mars, me and Mars, just just if the match ever got messed up, he would have that money. And then we were going to go to Beloit, Wisconsin, and give the cash to Cole's, to Dave Cole's. But what happened was I give $6,500 to Dennis Arcola prior to Derby City Classic, he never told me that he had a free entry. He never told me anything. He says, I need this amount of money to go to Derby City Classic. When I get to Derby City Classic, I have never been there one day in my life. I've never even been to this tournament. I find out Dennis gets a free ride. So I go up to Dennis and I said, Dennis, why did I need to give you 6500 He says, well, in case I lose, I get something. You know, I said, Dennis, that's not right. You told me you, you needed to be in a Bigfoot challenge. You needed this. You needed to pay this. You, you needed all these, this money. Everything you got here is for free. So what he did is he was just using my money basically for nothing, just where he'd have a little extra cash to gamble on and do whatever he did when I wasn't there yet. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. If we go to the back to the Shane match, you got an agreement with Dennis and Shane. You're going to give them yes. both ten thousand. Apparently, you already and that's did. Why, and that's uh, the reason, Mark. That's the reason Shane brings that. There's twenty thousand posted. She knows that I gave ten thousand to Dennis, and he knows I gave him ten thousand because him and Dennis 
we all talked about that. I gave them both ten thousand dollars, and then Shane was betting. You 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 already hold on. You already gave them the ten thousand. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. He now is Shane sending you the ten thousand back, or what's going on? Shane and Dennis, and they give the ten thousand back. If the match doesn't happen, you give them an appearance fee, and they don't appear. Yes, for yes, reason. Shane did. Dennis has not. That's why we have a conflict of interest. That Shane did. Shane has gave. Shane sent his money back. Okay. So, at what point did you, you've got an agreement for the appearance to get both to get there and and you know uh, and play the match? You both got ten thousand. Let's just act like it's still going on. Dennis was going to put in 15 of his own? Dennis was the deal was when we called Shane to make this match, he wanted to play Shane, okay? But here's the thing. Shane would never play Dennis or Cola because Shane tells me his money's no good. He didn't want a dime of Dennis' money. It was dirty. Dennis always cheated him. Dennis always didn't do things right. Every time they'd get done with the match and Shane beat him, he'd take his hand. And he turned space. He would always make ignorant comments to Shane. He always made him cuss at him in the match. He he take his stick apart, break it apart when it wasn't right, and walk away. He did so many things to Shane that Shane wanted nothing to do with Dennis or Cole. So what I told Shane is, hey, listen, here's what I'm going to do. I manage Dennis. I'll give you ten thousand dollars to play, and I'll give you five thousand dollars of the door money, of the door money. Okay. So he was going to get fifteen thousand dollars, ten thousand up front, which he got. And after the match was done, he would have got another $5,000 of the door money. Now, and okay, so would just, I've, I've, done, I've done events before, so I'm just asking this. And, and you also was going to give um, Dennis 5000 of the door as well, right? Yes, yes. Dennis was so going to get 5000 of the door. What the and hell? How would we sell those things for? How much we sell those things for? Because... How much are we selling those seats for? Because I've done events where we've charged a gate and had uh, hundred dollars for VIP seats and twenty five dollars for general admission. How many people are we expecting to get there? Because ten thousand dollars isn't easy to cover. Uh, like three hundred people past four days. It was going to be close to thirty to thirty two thousand dollars. So you're talking hundred days for VIP. Hundred days for VIP. You were charging a hundred a day for VIP seats. VIP seats, and they were sold out. Dave Cole said they were sold out. So, What's that? so those people, what, what those people do now? Are you in the process of getting that money back to them, or uh, Dave, Dave, Dave gave his money back. I've sent all the people their money back on pay per view. Everybody has got everything back uh, on their money. Oh yeah, Dave refunded everybody their money back in full. Dave. Dave Coles Dave. took all that money. Dave Coles got that money from all the people. They paid it straight oh, okay. to Dave Coles. Okay, so that was for the seats and the pay-per-view. No, the pay-per-view was to his website, but it was to my PayPal account. I was I was getting the stream. The stream was for the deal that me and Dave made was I got 85% of the door. I've got a contract with Dave that says that, uh, you know, I got 100% of the stream. Okay, and and what I was doing with the stream is, you know, I was paying upstate out. You know, I was doing. Uh, that's how I was going to get my money back from what I gave the ten thousand and ten thousand from Shane and Dennis. I was hoping the stream did the twenty thousand dollars, where I could break even on that point, uh, because all I was so, to do. Dave collected the Dave Colts collected the dollar money. 
Dave Coles uh, collected the door money, and then he would get 15% of that door money for himself. Okay. He wanted the food so I, drinks. I'm, 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 tr- I'm trusting that he, at this point he's already been given in refunds for the door money. Oh, pay. yeah, he already, he, he's been given that out. Dave's a very upfront and honest person. Absolutely. <laughs> and that... And then the and then the pay per view, your you've have you already done it? Or are you in the process of sending out? No, it's already all been refunded one hundred percent. Every we took every each okay. person that paid uh, thing. There was about two hundred and fifty people that had paid three hundred people already that had paid, and those people already been refunded all their money back. Every each and every individual one by one. It took my wife several hours, and she went through each one and paid them all back. Okay. Good. That's good to know. Um, that is really good to know. Um, so then, I, I, I go back to it's like he's, he's, there's so many facets to this that it's hard to stay on one uh, on track with it. Um, so we, we've got the deal. You, you're going to put twenty five in. Uh, John Mars and Shane are putting twenty uh, fifty thousand in, and uh, so it's a total of a hundred thousand that's going to be in the middle. Yeah, and you Dennis kept money. saying Dennis kept saying that we don't have to do we don't have to put the money. I told Dennis, I said we have to. I said why would you not? I said how do we make any money on this match? Because see, here's the thing: twenty thousand dollars on the stream, ten thousand already to Shane, and ten thousands to ten thousands to Dennis. Okay, I don't make nothing, so I I, I want to bet. I told him I'm betting no matter what. I said you told me you're betting twenty five thousand, Dennis. And we're, you only have to come up with 15. I already gave you 10. He said, that's no problem. Well, after Derby City Classic, after we got into it, and he already had all his money from winning to go home on, he felt he had enough money from Derby City Classic. He didn't want to risk any money whatsoever. So so at that point, you as his backer, do you say, okay, if you don't want to risk your money now, I'll put the other twenty five in. But he told and me he, he told me and I have this I have this where another gentleman had it recorded and I can give this on, on audio where Dennis and, and, and Jason Sword I have it with Jason Sword also that says that he was scared of the match because of De- uh, Shane's break and he'd play him for free to get money where he'd get money. He didn't want to play because he, he already did it out in uh, in New York City. He got away with it out in New York City. He played and got stream money. So why wouldn't he want to do it in, in, in Beloit? It already worked for him in New York. And I told him I did not want to do that. That's not a way of doing business. And I've never been in a match prior to this. I don't, don't know how these pool players play this. I don't run matches. I, the only match I put together, I put that Shane Van Moni match. It took forever to get that match because Shane wanted nothing to do with that match. Nothing to do with Dennis. He said Dennis was a disgrace to pool. And I talked him into playing. So here's the thing. The biggest thing I wanted was to see that match played because that's how I would get my 20000 back. I didn't know Shane was getting the money back, and I knew Dennis wasn't going to give it back to me. So I already had a big investment. I wanted to play the match, and John Mars wanted to bet whatever he could, so I knew he was good, and I knew I was good. Me and John Mars had an agreement to meet four or five days before the match started, and post with uh, Dave Coles in cash, and Dave was going to put it back in the lockbox in his office. That was the deal we had. But Dennis and didn't follow through. At what part then does it fall apart? Tell me where. How does it fall apart? This finally... is exactly how it falls apart. Derby City Classic, I give Dennis $6,500. After the match, 
he wins $22,000 in everything he does out there. I go up to Dennis several times, and he tells me he's not going to pay me my money because he decides that we're not going to work together. But he still wants to play the match. I said, Dennis, how can we play the match if you don't even give me my money? I said, I give you 6500 You lied to me about you had to pay entry fees and all this. That's why I give him 65 He says, well, I need that for, you know, here. I, so he'd get something if he lost. Let's say Dennis didn't cash nothing. He'd have got something. So that's how he does it. He gets something. He, Dennis only plays if he gets something for free. You know, not if he, not if he, if he has to risk money, Dennis is not going to play for anything of his own money. It has to be zero risk to him, zero. And matter of fact, he played a gentleman out there named Omar. He played him for a little four hundred dollar match, and they were playing a race of thirteen, and it got tied twelve twelve. And Dennis sees me in the crowd. He walks up to me and says, "John, will you take two hundred of this?" He didn't even want to take the four hundred on one game. He begs me out of the crowd to come up. I said, okay, Dennis, I'll just take it. So, I mean, he was scared even for $200, let alone $25,000. So that told me right there that I knew Dennis was, I, I was having issues with Dennis uh, prior to that because he had lied to me about the 6500 When I got out there, I was very upset. That's the reason he was playing Omar on his own money. All right, because so I then, didn't want nothing to do with it. So you said, I don't want anything to do with this match, the Shane match anymore? No, I didn't say that to him at that point. I said, we need to sit down and work this out and figure out what is going on here. What is your issue? And and Because uh, I was upset at that point about the 6500 But then later, a couple, three days, four days down the road, he tells me that he doesn't want to, you know, me and him to work together, and he's not paying me the money. He was already in the money on some other matches. He was already starting to win money before he told me this. He was already in the money. He was in the Bigfoot. He was winning in that. He had like 4000 coming from that. He had money coming from a lot of different things. So he was already in the money before we had talked. And I said, Dennis, uh, how much money do I got coming so far? And ask him, how much money do I got coming from like Bigfoot Challenge? How much do I got... He goes, John, I'm not giving you nothing. I said, what do you mean you're not giving me nothing? I said, you know, I gave you my money. We're, I'm paying for everything. I said, you have a contract with me. Well, that contract doesn't mean nothing to me, no. I said, what do you mean it doesn't mean nothing? I said, you know you owe me 50%. Oh, that's okay. And then he walks away like it doesn't mean nothing. He just was, he was just, you know, didn't think because he can leave the country, do whatever, that he didn't have to obligate the contract. He knew what the contract is. He has very good English. He understands. It was read to him several times before he signed it. Because nobody's going to make him sign something he didn't understand. People don't do that. Okay. So he knew. He knew. It's in big well, What happened right there. With, the, with the shame? Who was the one who said, this is I, I stopped the match. I, I stopped the match 100% myself. Me and Shane talked about it. I talked with John. I talked with Dave. The reason I stopped the match is because I couldn't trust Dennis coming up with his money, and he told me in Derby that at the end there that he didn't feel he could win because of the break of Shane's. And I knew Shane was honest and upfront because he wanted to bet whatever he could on the match. I mean, Shane was ready. Shane wanted to bet. He had all the confidence in the world he could win. Dennis only had confidence if he played for free. 
He didn't have confidence on live money. I told Dennis, I said, you told me you're giving me $25,000. He says, I want to play. I'll play hard. But he said he'll play hard for free. He never said he'd play hard for the real money. And if he had the money, a part of it. Because, see, Shane wanted to bet his own. And John was betting. So I told Dennis, I said, you know what? I'm betting $25,000 and, and, uh, of my money and the $10,000 i am giving you and, that you have and you're 15 He said he was in. This When we made the match with Shane, that's the deal we made. But he never oblig- he never followed through on his obligation. Okay. Well, you did. I, I guess you didn't listen. You said you saw you didn't listen to the whole of Dennis's interview. The last one. His his what he said happened is he was you were giving him and Shane fifteen thousand, and you wanted Dennis to just play like an exhibition from that point. Absolutely on. not. Why would I want him to play for an exhibition? I was playing for the stream. To get the, the break even with stream money, which was uh, stream money was ten and ten. I was hoping it would make twenty. I don't even know if it would have made twenty. So I was losing money. I had. I, I'm a gambler. I only gamble. If anybody knows me and they go to every pool hall, Dennis says. It, Dennis says that there's trouble in every pool hall when I go with him. That's what he said. And let me tell you something. Right. If you read the comments that they've made on every post that I was ever in, it said I was Mister Action. I always went to the rooms, I always had fun, and I always bet it all. I had a blast. And Steinway came out with, Manny came out with a statement after, after the match with Cole Payne and Dennis, and I can read what he had said. I'll read it to you word for word what Manny wrote on my timeline on Facebook. He published it and put on there word for word what he said to, to me, which after that he comes out with the, with, with the statement. I'd like to read this statement to you, if that's okay with you, Mark. Here's what Manny. Here's what Manny. Here's what Manny comes back. He says. He says. Just, uh, just to clarify. Just, just to clarify. Manny is the pool room owner at Steinway. Yeah, the pool room owner. He, he, here's what he says. He sends me a thing after the match. After what he seen, what I did for the match, because he knew that I felt I was very upset that that match was the way it was when I left there. I didn't like the thought that they, that Dennis did not refund the people their their stream money. He would even give five dollars to Upstate Owl as a tip. Upstate Owl says, "You know what, Dennis? You guys should at least give me a nickel, which is five hundred dollars." He says that you guys should give me something. I told him, I said, "I had nothing to do with this match, Upstate." I said, "This is Dennis's match. He should give you something." I agree. Dennis walks back there and he doesn't even give him five cents. So Upstate has got a sour mouth on it. But here's what exactly word for word that he makes an announcement, uh, Manny from the Steinway Billiards. He says to John Fresh, congratulations. We have an announcement to make to the fans in the pool world. I, Manny, the owner of Steinway Billiards, is letting everyone know that John French is our, is our room team player. Him and all his players play at Steinway Billiards. This is the first time we have ever done this. The reason is that John French is great for the pool industry and for the room. This room now is the Frenchie room. Every player has a ton of respect for John French and what he does for pool. And after seeing Cole Pinyi and John French after the match to play on this team and asking to play on his team, that showed me that John is great for the game because Cole could have played for anyone. I asked him, why John? He said, a lot of heart and all the fans love him and everyone in the room loves him. 
So it's an honor to be on his team, Steinway Billiards slash Frenchie's Room. We are honored to have all the matches here called this home. Mr. Action, Steinway Billiards, New York City. John French is an honest and a fun guy to have around, and he follows through on what he says. His players, Dennis Arcola, John Mora, Jason Shaw, Cole Chung, what a team. Anyone come challenge those five. You know, he talks about challenging those people. Would be a blast to see. Get your players together and come to Steinway Billiards. This is the home of Team Frenchie. So so let's say Dennis says, I had problems. If I had problems in New York City, why would they come out with an announcement like that, especially the owner of the room? That was never the case. I have never had issues nowhere. I've been to Indianapolis. The question that comes to my mind is, this is right after the Copenhagen and Danny Sokolo match, right? Yeah, he makes an announcement. The reason he makes this announcement is he knew I was very fair and upfront and honest out there. Okay. But you were nothing to do with it. So why would he be complimenting you so highly on something? Because he knew me and we had got into an argument, me and Dennis. He was there for that. And he knew that I gave the $2,500 back to Chad. He knew that I was, it wasn't about the money to me. It was the respect that I carry along. It's not about money. It's about being truthful to the fans, to the people. That's what I do. I'm not in it for the money. I was in it to gamble. I want to. I want to. I want to truly gamble. I don't want nothing for free. I'm not like Dennis or Cole. And that Dennis wants to play for free and get something for just showing up. That's not who I am. That's not what I want. And that's. The, and I did not know that about Dennis until you know we got closer to the Shane Van Boney match. And you not known Dennis that long, I guess. No, I met Dennis at at the care room at the care room. And uh, I bet on Dennis and Shane Van Boney, and I took the field, and I gave everybody the field. And everybody knows that I took those two players, okay? Dennis Ercola won the tournament. And after the tournament, Dennis walks up to me and he says, man, John, you got some heart to gamble. And we started talking, and then we became friends. That's the first I've ever met Dennis Ercola. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that's left on the table here that needs to be... Uh, yeah, the biggest thing is this match was my dream. This match I wanted more than anything to play because I'll tell you why. I wanted to prove so the world that he could play. I was behind Dennis. When I fell apart and didn't wasn't behind Dennis is when he didn't feel he would make his obligations. He felt he wanted to play for free, and he proved to me in New York that he, he wanted to play for free. I did not want to do that. I felt like I wasted my time going out there to watch him play a match basically for nothing. I did not want to do that. That's not who I am. What do I have in, in doing that? And the only I, actually, that, that actually I something, that just, came, something that? just came into my head because something else was said uh, somewhere. I don't know where the information came from, uh, to be honest with you, but it's mentioned a couple of times that after that you um, decided to uh, go back to the your attorneys and out the contract altogether. No, I, Jason Swart called me. He put an announcement out against me. That was all lies. He said that I only gave seven hundred and fifty dollars to 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 Dennis in New York. He wasn't there. I never gave him nothing. Manny paid him. He lied about the whole statement. Put it on Facebook. 
he realized no, that the, he the contract. You know, the contract with Dennis. Did you? Are you? Are you? Uh, no, no. They made an agreement. He called me. Let me let me tell you about that. He, Jason Swor calls me on the phone. He says the only reason we can't make this match happen is because you have a contract with Dennis. So I don't want to risk any money knowing that I'm not going to get nothing back that you could take the money because you have a legit contract with Dennis Arcola. We're trying to make this match still happen, but we can't because you have a legit contract and you would get the money. I said, listen, I said, the biggest thing in pool is honesty and integrity. I said, if you don't have that, you have nothing. I said, you said in your statement that I only give 750. I said, he collected all that money from Manny, 40% of the stream. I said, I got nothing. How do I give Dennis anything? I said, I lost $2,500 that I gave to Chad. I said, I never got enough, and I actually lost huge money going to New York City. I said, and I felt, and I argued with Dennis. I argued with everybody on that situation, and Dennis says, I argued with people at the pool room. I argued with him because he should have gave the money to the stream people back because it wasn't why, why, why would you correctly. Why would you get anything from the stream, though? I didn't. I said, First he should have. I told Dennis he should have. He should have gave the money to the people back, and the only thing he got was the money from the stream, and he got his bet from that twenty five hundred from Manny. Okay, no, because you just said you just said I came over there, I didn't get anything, I didn't get paid anything. Then it's no, all what I'm saying is I wasn't involved in that, so I didn't get nothing. Is what I'm saying. I didn't get no money from that. I still so when Chad comes in, he points his fingers at me and Manny and, and Man, uh, Mandy Wu and Coles. So Mandy didn't have no money. They didn't have no money. They came here with twenty five hundred dollars of somebody else's money. They actually had no money at all. They couldn't even buy food. They couldn't buy nothing. There. I had to cover all expenses in New York City. So what I'm trying to say to you is when I gave them the money back, they told me they were going to give me my 2500 back when Cole got his money, okay, from Manny, from his 20% of the stream, okay? But Manny was so upset with him that I don't even think he's going to get five cents, Cole. But he paid Dennis. So you, you, you didn't... So you didn't when when John Sword said, "Hey, we can't put this. We're trying to get this Shane and Dennis match to go, and but we can't do it because you have a legit contract." No, him. and I says, "Pay me what I got coming from Derby City Classic." I said, "The reason this match isn't going is because your man took my sixty five hundred dollars. I have it all on record. I can show you every word from word that it was all done. I have everything." that says statement to statement that the Sword Brothers, all they did was they knew that Dennis screwed me. They knew it. The whole time they were out there, they kept saying, hey, I'll put this guy against uh, Dennis, against Jason Shaw, against Darren, against all these people. They knew they were trying to screw with me. They, all they were out there was doing is intimidating us, you know, making statements that was false, trying to get us to argue because they knew we were already arguing. So they wanted the match. They wanted to be the only stakeholders people in the world because they knew I was doing something big in pool. I was making a difference in pool. I was letting people know they can bet an honest dollar and get paid, and it was the right way of doing things in the pool industry. I wanted a good name in pool that would let people know that you can bet $5 and get paid and not get cheated and actually have a fair bet. That was what I was wanting pool to come to. And because you had shady people like that, I didn't want to be involved no more. I told Dennis, you can't do that. You should have gave that money back to those people. You should have gave the stream money. I said, that's not right, you, because it was not announced right. 
But he said, no, 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 that's what I played for. That's all I got, John. What am I going to give that back? I said, yeah, but people think you played for $20,000, Dennis. You played for 2500 and And if those people would have came with nothing, zero, you still would have played for that. He said it wasn't about that. I don't care if I play. As long as I get something from something, I'll play. I said, Dennis, it's not that. You have to show gamble. You have to show heart. And that's when me and Dennis started arguing. Our 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 friendship went down from New York City. I seen another side of Dennis that I didn't like. And ever since then, it was an issue. And when we went to Derby City Classic, I really seen everything about Dennis. So how can I pay and put Dennis in a match so big, knowing he didn't didn't want to do nothing for himself, didn't want to risk, when Shane, all he says is, I want to bet it up. Shane want to put real money in the match, and he was not scared of Dennis at all. Dennis was scared of Shane Van Boney, and that's the bottom line. And I did not know that until after Derby City Classic when I was at Derby. That's when I realized he was scared of him. Because he didn't want to freeze up his fifteen thousand, I gave him ten, and with his fifteen, that's his twenty-five. We was going to take this and take it to Dave Coles, but he didn't have his part. But he had it from there. But he, what I mean is, he didn't have it. He didn't want to give it up. He didn't so, want to give it up. So, so okay. So in your mind, and and then this uh, to me, this part makes makes sense. That if I'm backing somebody, and they say. I'm going to put 25 of my own money in. And I said, I'll put 25 of my money in because I believe in you and I'm your stakeholders. And then I, then my player says, I don't know if I can beat this guy. I don't want to beat him. I don't want to play him for, the, for that much money now because I don't think I can do it. Then my faith goes down because if he don't want to play for the money, he don't believe in himself, then how am I supposed to believe in him? That's exactly why so I called I the match off, sir, because I, I, I'm not playing for stream money because I would have gave it back to the people. Because if they, we would have played for stream, I, I don't want no stream money. If I wanted stream money, I wouldn't give them $10,000 each player because that's how I'm getting my money back to break even. I wasn't out for the stream, sir. I was out to put a great match together for all the people in the world to see. I wanted the greatest match of all time. Two people that hated, hated each other more than words can say. Jason swore those guys didn't want to, they only wanted to bet $10,000 on the match after, and they was going to get Sky Wordward, Mike Arrow. They was getting all these people to come up with the money. Sword Brothers, both of them. They were going to go in like maybe a thousand, two thousand a piece, just to try to save the match to make it look like that. But see, the problem is they were scared. They act like they're gamblers. They're not. I was the only gambler. I risked money. I sent money to the players. I prepaid them. You asked Shane Van Boney. He got his money. I, I, I gave the money. I was ready for the match. I was the only one that had an investment that was legit and that was right. And me and John Mars made a deal that we would post up four to five days prior to the match. We would get with Dave. <coughs> and Dennis didn't follow through. And when Dennis didn't follow through with me in Derby City Classic, that was it with me with Dennis Ercola. I knew that I had the wrong man. I knew then, and I did not want to be involved with somebody like that because I'm not a dishonest person. I don't believe in being dishonest. I want a true gamble. I want to bet. How do you watch a match that you know that's a fake? It's junk. I don't want to be involved in that. 
certainly, I, 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 I'm not sure because my mind's wandering because I'm thinking about a lot of different things. Um, so, did you are you canceling this agreement, this contract with Dennis or not? I told Jason Sword. He called me and he told me he, he they would get my money to me that they, that's old. And I said when they gave me that money back, it was canceled. He and he puts on his own feedback. He makes a post. I didn't. He puts on there. It's a wash. I said, yeah. It's a wash because he made an agreement with me that he was giving me that money back. That was that was my half of the he not the eleven thousand, but he would give me my sixty five hundred dollars back. I just so when you get the sixty five hundred, have you gotten it yet? No, I haven't. Okay, they but when you get five hundred, you were going to tear up the contract. Yes, yes. Right. I just want to. Right. Just, I just want to be absolutely crystal clear because because see the sixty five hundred was I was paying tournament fees and all that. When I got out there and everybody told me that, you know, Dennis got in for free and, man, are you glad you didn't have to pay nothing? I'm sitting there thinking, man, I gave Dennis 6500 so I'm going around the room looking for Dennis. I find Dennis. I said, Dennis, what's going on here, buddy? I said, you got my 6500 You needed nothing. And then, and then he starts talking, well, that's only because if, uh, if I lose, I have to have something, John. I said, you should have told me that. I said, be up front with me, buddy. I said, tell me. So then I'm all upset, and then I walk away. Then he's making matches with other people for four or five hundred hours, and then he still comes up to me and when it's, it's Hill Hill and begging me to get in on his match because he's scared to play for a lousy two hundred dollars. So then I know at that point he's definitely scared to play Shane for big money. If he's scared to play one man for two hundred dollars, can you imagine him playing Shane for twenty five thousand of his money? Come on, be real. He has no heart, no gamble. People said he's the king of, king of the money. Yeah, if he's playing for free, anybody can say they're the king of the cash. If you're playing for free, if you're playing on somebody else's money, the man, the true, the true gambler in this world is Shane Van Boney. That's a true gambler, and I'm going to tell you that right now. That man will freeze up whatever he can and bet it up because he's not afraid of Dennis or Cole. That's the fact. And you know what? And, and, and let's get the facts out there. The facts is. Dennis Arcola will not play Shane even for real money. And Shane Van Boning will. And Shane wants to play him, but he wants to play for real cash. And the difference is, I wanted to, but I didn't believe in Dennis after Derby City Classic. When he proved to me he wouldn't even play that man for $200 of, it, of the bet, that proved to me right there that he was scared of Shane Van Boning. And I was out. Because he wouldn't even pay me my money, and in this in the in the pool industry doesn't need free play. They need real gamblers that want to put up the money. And I'm a true action person. I love to gamble, and I don't want to be playing for nothing. I want to play for the real money. I want to play for somebody like Shane Van Boney. Shane Van Boney makes pool. He has a great name in pool because he wants to put the money up. You understand what I'm saying, Mark? He wants to really bet bet. And show the money. Take a picture of it. Dennis wants to hide it and get paid okay. from somewhere else. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Well, we're running out of time, so we're going to have to wrap it up, I'm afraid. But I think we've got all the points across that uh, we, we needed to. I am going to just check with Dave Bond, our producer, if he thinks I've missed anything. Dave Bond, have I missed anything at this point that we should have covered or questions I should have asked? Hey, Mark. Mark, the last thing I wanted to say is I wanted to tell all the fans in the world 
I wanted to say one last thing, if that's right with you. But I want to tell all the fans in the world that uh, I want pool to be as hard, and as, I want it to be a true gamble is what I want. I want all the fans out there to know that pool means honesty and integrity, and I hope that uh, Dennis will uh, find in his heart to give the people back their money for that pay-per-view. I think that was wrong that he did that, and I think that needs to be need to be paid back, just like it needed to be paid back on a Shane and their match. I was in control of that. Everybody got their money back. I don't want nothing unless I earn it. And and uh, I'm not that way. And so I canceled the match because I did not want to be in another match that had that type of liability against it. And I want to let all the people in the world actually know, know that. Okay, I understand your point. Um, Dave, are you there, Dave Bond? Yes. Yes, I'm do you, do, Have I missed any questions or anything I should have asked at this point? Oh, I, I'm guessing we probably missed a little something here or there, but I think you guys got most of the major points across. Um, I would like to ask, um, just as a general sort of question, when you were, um, John, whenever you were uh, working on the contract um, with Dennis, what were you using, uh, what reference were you using to come up with the 50%? That, that you wanted to get from Dennis's earnings? Well, I was just basically, I didn't really know much about pool, and and uh, I was just saying, you know, like Calcutta's different things, whatever wherever it is, Calcutta's tournaments, things like that. And I always knew, I didn't, you know, I that was certainly probably left out about the terms, because my obligation is I know that every time I paid Dennis's tournament fees, sure. everything. Dennis never needed a dime for anything. Matter of fact, even gambling, when I wasn't on the road with Dennis, he always had money. I would always either wire it to him or he, I would give it to him to go on. So Dennis knew that he always was taken care of. He never, so I never even thought about that when I was writing it. I always thought that was just an obligation that I had to make that was just a natural thing, you know, mm-hmm. that you would, a gambler would know that he has to pay that. You know, pay for tournaments, pay for the motel, pay for the air flights. And if you look at all the posts on, on the Internet, it shows I always pay for his flights. I always pay for his, his motel. I always pay for his gambling. Right, right, right. I pay for everything. Sure. I pay for his clothing. I pay for his shoes. I pay for his kids' presents too. When it was holidays, I gave him money. I gave his wife money for for their bills. I paid for everything for Dennis Okola. He never had to pay for nothing. Sure. Well, no, right. So I understand the contract that. Right. misled on that. It was that was a misunderstanding <laughs> in that. But I'm going to tell you right now that contract was the most honest contract there was, and that was that he'd give me 50% of what I had coming and what he had coming. Right. So, uh, on the one hand, I agree with you that if you're putting out the money, then obviously you have to make some sort of an agreement for you for you to get paid back or recompensated. That, that part I understand. I was just wondering, from a, a personal perspective, regardless of whatever bills he had racked up with you, it just seems like fifty percent is pretty stiff for like a standard, you know, commission. Well, you know, to be, and, and you're probably right, and you're probably right. But listen, I did not know how much uh, Dennis would make. I didn't. I don't know what he makes a year in that. I have sure. only met Dennis at the Karen room. Okay, I was just basing that on me and him made an agreement. He said he'd give me fifty percent. We would split on, on everything. Okay, right. the fifty fifty came from like tournaments that we split on and things like that. So when we drew up that contract, we was already splitting. Right. It was already 50-50 right. on everything. Do you know right. what I mean? Right. So that's how the contract... Yeah, 50-50 on everything, even the things you didn't have anything to do with. 
Yes, we were splitting. Like when we bought a pool table together from Diamond, we split it. We, we bought this, we bought that. It was all 50-50, me and Dennis. Right. You know, Dennis, whatever we did, it was 50-50. Okay. You know, and that's he did what it together or whatever he did on his own? What he, when he just did something on his own and you were involved in it, it was 50-50, okay. That's yeah. why, that's Dennis, why was, that's and, and just, as I was saying, the match with, with Shane Van Boning, when it got put together, Dennis says he had all the confidence in the world he wanted to play him, so it was 50-50. And the only thing is Dennis had put in only 15000 because I gave him a 10 showing, and then he would have got another 5000 So really, Dennis only would have been gambling for $10,000 because right. he would have got $5,000 for, uh, for the door. So really, Dennis was only gambling ten thousand dollars. He didn't want to gamble ten dollars. Right. So he he and, and the thing is, I risk it all. He and and and, and that's fine. But the problem is, he's scared the shit out of me when he didn't want to risk ten dollars. Yeah. I can't I can't be involved in that. I, I didn't see that part of Dennis till I seen it in New York City. Right. I didn't see that with Dennis. So I didn't know. I thought Dennis was always putting his money in. He didn't. When he went to Calcutta's, he didn't even buy no Calcutta's, nothing. When we went to Calcutta's, we only bought half. Now, is the, the other player got half. Is the contract that you had with him, is it now officially void? If they paid me my $6,500 like they are, the deal was a wash. Yeah, we, we went over meeting. that day. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. A wash meaning $6,500. Okay. So Now, if I don't receive my money, I have a contract on Dennis Arcola, and I will not let him play in the States. And I will not let him cheat nobody. And I'm telling you, I would fight it. But the Sword Brothers said they would send that, and they would take care of that. Okay. So if they make their obligations to me, then I have it on recording. They know that they owe me $6,500. Okay. Well, looking back, um, looking back at the contract issue now, do you feel the same way about that 50% then that the same way, do you feel the same way about it now that you did when it re, it was initially signed? You know, all I wanted to do, all I wanted to do for pool is put a big match together and have a great player go out and make money. And I was good by getting matches, and because honesty, integrity is what I was all about. I did not know that pool had so much dirtiness to it. I, I was never around that because when I go into a pool hall, I just go up to the guy and I make a bet and I buy Calcutta and I bet on the side with everybody on the rail. I never put matches together. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I never knew anything about what it was about everything. All I want to do is gamble. Just like Shane Van Bonen. He wanted to gamble. So these guys want to gamble. I thought it was real. I thought that Dennis had that heart that he was a gamble because he was named Cash King. Dennis is not Cash King. He's only Cash King if it's somebody else's money. <laughs> the real Cash King in this world is Shane Van Boney, another gentleman that is honest and integrity, is like, uh, there are big players out there, is Jason Shaw. That man has more heart than you've ever seen in your life. That man would play for anything. He is true. Darren Appleton, another one. Man, that man is honest, integrity. When you go out and talk to him, he wants to be real. If you bet with on, on Darren Appleton, you're going to have a real, real game. If you bet with Jason Shaw, you're going to have a real, real game. If you bet with uh, Shane Van Boning, you're going to get a real game. You bet with Dennis Arcola, you're in a mix of a mess. And that's a difference. And that, I can guarantee you, is a fact. When I went to Derby and I bet on Jason Shaw, I knew I was in good. Jason Shaw is as good as it gets. He's the real deal, man. 
These guys are real, man. Yeah. Darren Appleton, one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet in pool. He's the real deal. The man is high integrity. Yeah. His game is so good, it's unreal. And he fights to do whatever it can to make the game better each and every day. The same as Shane Van Boney. Shane didn't want to play that match either, me and him, when we found out that Dennis wasn't posted. Right. Because why play a match for free? Gotcha. We don't want to do that. That's gotcha. not the, what we want. We want to play for real money. We want the people hey guys, to get listen, a real I'm match. sorry, we've got to, we have to go. We are out of time. Um, I, John, I appreciate you coming on here and uh, telling your side of the story and telling us how uh, your side of things went down and the, the things that you experienced. Um, you know, it's, and now it's just up to the uh, pool community to listen to both sides and decide which one makes the most sense and why everybody has done things the way they've done us. So I just want to say, and Mark, you're right. I want to say that I'm sorry that I canceled the match, that I canceled the match to all the people in the world. I wish that Dennis would have been up front. I wish more people would have been more honest and loyal, and uh, this match would have been a great, great match for the world to see. But at this point, Upstate out, and I talked Upstate, out and he basically, you know, he didn't want nothing to do with somebody just taking stream money. And I agree with Upstate out, and that's why I canceled the match. I did not want to be involved okay. in anything that was dishonest. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, that is it for this edition, the special edition. We've only done this once before, I believe, of uh, American Billiard Radio on the Legends and Champions Report. Um, thank you, John French and David Bond. And uh, this should be uh, up in uh, about an hour or so uh, for the pool community to listen to. So thank you very much, all of you, for listening. And we will speak Thank to you next very week. much, too, Mark. I appreciate everybody out there. And, and let's kick some ass in 2016. Let pool get back where it needs to be. High, high honesty and integrity. And let the game be what it should be. And that's honesty. Okay? Yes, okay. sir. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. All right, bye-bye.